Good morning and welcome to The Business Of. Today's topic is The Business Of Credit Unions, Part 2, as we of course have many members who are credit unions, so we want to give each of them a voice and an opportunity to tell their story. My guest today is Matthew Gaspari, President and CEO of Tucson Federal Credit Union. But before we get started, I'd like to thank a few of our Executive Circle Catalyst members whose support helps Tucson Metro Chamber carry out its mission to champion an environment where your business thrives and our community prospers. They include Intuit, JW Marriott, and Long Realty. Okay, let's go ahead and get started. Good morning, Matthew. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm having a great day. How's your day so far? I'm having a great day. It's good. good to see you. You too. Thanks Thank for you. coming in the you studio here at Arizona Lotus. So go ahead and tell me a little bit about the history of Tucson Federal Credit Union. How long have you been around? How to get going? Okay, that's that sounds great. So TFC has been around for 85 years. This is actually our 85th anniversary uh, last month, and um, so started in 1937 in the basement of Tucson High School. Did it really? We did. Well, I didn't, but they did, go and uh, yeah. <laughs> TUSD was the primary uh, organizational group that, that could join at the time, okay. uh, and we, we were that way until 1986. In 1986, we changed from a SEG uh, group credit union, meaning just TUSD, to, to a credit union that could be joined by other occupational groups, mm-hmm. and so that expanded our membership. And then in 2006, we went to a community charter, meaning that anybody that lives, works, or worships in um, Pima County is able to join TFCU. Oh. And so just over the years, tried to expand our membership base and um, provide additional opportunities for people in the community to join TFCU. That sounds great. So speaking of the opportunities, tell me about what products you offer. We offer a full array of products. So there, there is probably a misconception with credit unions that uh, we have a more modest suite of services. That mm-hmm. is not true. Full suite of checking, savings, certificates, um, all of those types of things. Um, a lot of auto lending. We have a full mortgage department as well, and we have a wealth management group. Um, additionally, that's been with us for about 20 years. And so any sort of consumer banking needs that you may have, um, TFCU's got the products and services to, to meet those needs. That's awesome. And I would think with a loan, say a mortgage, it may even be easier with a smaller organization where you truly feel that you're getting that one-on-one but tell me more about some of the benefits for dealing with you, say, versus a larger organization. Sure, I hope I hope that's true for sure. We are we're we're purely local, which mm-hmm. is different than a lot of, of larger um, uh, banks. And so, when you apply for a mortgage, let's say mm-hmm. you're applying for that with somebody who's working on Speedway on Avernon that you're going to be able to go in and talk to, or you know, or see uh, uh, talk over video with, or over the phone or whatever, the decisions are made locally. I think that's a big deal. We know the community very well. And so we know valuations and those types of things that might help somebody get into a home that might have a more difficult time with a larger institution that doesn't have a local understanding of the, you know, of right. what's going on. Exactly. So there, there are just a ton of benefits from my perspective to banking locally. That's something that's gained a lot of traction over the last five to seven years. Mm-hmm. Credit unions are positioned exactly for that purpose. Right. And wealth management is part of that, too. Right. So what do you do when someone comes in and they say, okay, I, I make this much money and I have this much in savings, but I need to know the next step for what I can do to invest that the best I can? So our wealth management group has about $100 million under management now, been in business for 20 years, oh, wow. and, uh, and we have two um, agents that, that, that run that team. 
within wealth management, they offer products and services that a credit union typically can't offer on their own. Uh-huh. Uh, so originally did that so that we could keep all the assets under one roof, so to speak. And so members of TFCU that you know, had a savings or an IRA but wanted to invest in the, in the stock market or mutual funds or whatever wouldn't have to go someplace else to do that. Right. And so we have that full array of services within wealth management. And so, you know, really kind of anything that you want to do with under the wealth management umbrella, we can handle through that group. That's fantastic. Yeah. It sounds like you're becoming more and more of a one-stop shop. Right. That's fantastic. Right. So you were talking about how it all started with TUSD, but then it's expanded to anyone living uh, in the area or whatnot. How does someone become a member? You just need to live, work, or worship, or own a business in Pima County. That's the um, eligibility component. Okay. And then joining in one of a myriad ways, um, whether you want to walk into a branch or um, open an account over video or our online account opening process, you can do that as well. Anything essentially that you want to do with us from account opening to loan applications to loan fundings to anything of that sort, we can do digitally if you prefer to handle it that way so you don't need to come in mm-hmm. and talk to somebody. We'd love to see you when you do come in. But if you're busy or more of a person that likes to manage their processes via digital, then we've got that full capability as well. And so whichever way suits you is what we have to offer. We like to say we meet our members where our, where they're at, which means that we want to have a channel available for the members, no matter what, what way they want to do business with mm-hmm. us. We want to have a bulletproof channel so that they can do that um, very seamlessly, very yeah, easily with, with, great, um, with a great experience. Wow. You know what's going through my head right now, and I know you don't use it anymore, but I'm curious of why. The whole, <laughs> the whole uh, Tucson Federal Credit Union, better than a bank. Yeah. So I love that, and it clearly is still running through my head. So why did that go away? I think it was seven or eight years ago we did some rebranding, and yeah. so that, that went away. Um, but you, so it was really good, and you may, you know, um, spoiler alert, you may see something like that in the near future really? as we bring that back in a, in a slightly different format, but you're not the first person to say something like that. Um, really? And in <laughs> fact, so catchy. it's very catchy, uh, and, and it's still true because right. we are better than better a bank. Better than a bank. <laughs> and so, yeah, you may see something like that come back, but ultimately about seven, eight years ago we decided – to rebrand a little bit, become a little bit more about community, a little bit less bank-focused, so right. to speak, and more about what we do in the community, how we impact the community, and we wanted, wanted our branding to, to update mm-hmm. and be, you know, kind of to correlate with that. Which I have seen, the commercials, and you're driving through the barrio right. and over at the Mercado District, right. and right. That, that's all great. So, no, I'm, I'm not knocking your current advertising campaign. <laughs> I just loved that jingle is all I'm saying. I get it. And, and <laughs> we still hear it, you know, when we're out and about. I was in the rodeo parade a couple of years ago, <laughs> maybe three years ago, yeah. riding in the, in the wagon. It was very cold and rainy. Right. But um, that was my own issue. But the, uh, the people on the side of the road were, were yelling that jingle really? back at us. So it lives out there still in people's memory. So, you know, to your point, we need to be smart enough to recognize, all right, maybe there's a way to revisit that in a way that's, you know, it's updated, it's relevant, sure. but still kind of harkens back to the days, I you know, gone by. I think that's smart. I mean, yeah. if you have something that's as good as where's the beef, why? That's right. That's <laughs> right. Way, right. Ab- absolutely. That's funny. If you're just now joining us, you're listening to Tucson Metro Chambers, The Business Of. I'm Heather Wolpern, and today's guest is Matthew Gaspari, President and CEO of Tucson Federal Credit Union. So when we first started uh, getting this show going, I remember hearing that you started actually as a teller, correct? Yep, I did. So tell us about that whole path. 
So that was a long journey. It's a 30-year journey. I've been there 30 years come, uh, or this past April, actually. But um, I was in college and looking for a part-time job, and they had a part-time teller position at TFCU. And so I applied for that and got that. And then as I was finishing up my degree, I just kind of promoted up through the system. And so from from what we would call a financial service representative to um, a, a loan officer, so doing underwriting, mm-hmm. then back into the branches as a system manager and a manager, and then into to, you know kind of um, more executive level positions all the way up to the EVP and COO up until January when I took over as CEO. Wow. So it's been a blessing. It's been a wonderful ride. And I, I tell that story to a lot of our new hires because that doesn't have to be an unusual story. Mm-hmm. You know, our, our whole our whole mantra inside of TFCU is that we want to promote from within, we want to develop from within, we want to create a similar path for anybody that is so inclined to to the path that I had or that many have had that are that are somewhat similar. So it sounds unusual outside looking in, but that's kind of exactly what we want to develop culturally within TFCU is right. a bunch of stories that, you know, sound very similar to mine. That's great. Yeah. I love that. Very positive. And what do you think it was about when you first became a teller? Did something just click as far as this industry for you, where you wanted to really just dig in and keep achieving more and more? So nothing clicked immediately because I was a very awful teller. You um, were? So I think I, I think I think the goal at TFC was to get me off the teller line so I wouldn't lose the money. So I just promoted up um, from from there. But. What I learned early on, so I've always had an, uh, uh, a love of finance and a love of helping people, mm-hmm. and at a credit union, this, this provides an opportunity to merge both of those things together. And so I get to do the things that I love to do from mm-hmm. a, pro- a professional perspective and you know, work with finance and right. investments and all of those types of things. But we also have the, the wonderful benefit of, of changing people's lives for the mm-hmm. positive for sure. authentically. Mm-hmm. You know, so we, we often will offer products or services that have no financial benefit directly to us, but they fit mm-hmm. for the member, and that's what we're supposed to do. You know? And so that authenticity and the ability to, to do the things that I love to do from a professional perspective, right. they clicked, and I just n- never wanted to leave after that. You know, we all have opportunities to move on as we are more successful. Um, people come calling or whatever, and there was never an, uh, a situation where I thought to myself, that's going to be better than this. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That also speaks to the culture that we have at TFCU, which is, from my perspective, second to none. Yeah, it keeps people around for an awful long time. Right. Our average tenure is, is very impressive. And we have people that leave and come back because they left for a little bit more money. They came back because money is spent, but culture and um, work-life balance mm-hmm. are intrinsically more valuable you know, than anything else. And, and folks will realize that and come back and, and say, you know what, I was happier there than I am. Uh, exactly. at where I'm at now, and they come back and rejoin the team. Exactly. Sometimes that's not necessarily a bad idea to see what else is out there because right. then you realize, you know what? Actually, what I had was pretty terrific. Right. You just didn't appreciate it quite at the beginning. That's right. But, oh, that's great. Yeah. And I think the fact that you did go through all these different levels within the company, now that you're CEO, I think that must be fantastic that you're so well-rounded because you truly can relate to what all the different departments are going through because right. you've been there. Right. You know, that's true. And um, things have changed a lot over the course of sure. time, obviously, mm-hmm. as well. But having kind of grown up through the system and had an opportunity the last 15 years to, to direct that change, you know, versus being a part of it from the employee perspective, but actually have an opportunity to, to affect vision and those types of things, 
knowing where we came from, knowing who we are, knowing who we want to be, all of those things are really important when you're developing a strategy and a vision. And so it's all been very helpful as we look towards you know the future. Definitely. And you were talking a little bit about uh, benefits you have to help the community that might not necessarily even bring in money. Uh, but so tell us more about how you're building a stronger community and the partnerships you have and different contributions you've made. Sure. From my perspective, that's actually why we're in business. And you know, years ago, we went through a strategic planning session, and one of the primary components that came out of that was us understanding what our why was. Mm-hmm. What is the void that would be left in the community if TFCU went away for whatever reason? And it's not you know, auto loans and it's not mortgages. Those can be replicated. Right. But what we do in the community and the impact that we have could not be replicated. And so we, we do an awful lot of sponsorships financially with nonprofits. Okay. Um, many of our executives are on a board or multiple mm-hmm. boards uh, of nonprofits, mm-hmm. um, but we're also out there, boots on the ground, um, doing things and getting our hands dirty. Whether it's you know cleaning up the side of the road or Habitat for, for Humanity, mm-hmm. any types of, of of those things where the, um, the the staff can go out as a team and um, physically contribute mm-hmm. for a day or for a week or whatever to the betterment of the community. Yep. That's a really critical component. Writing checks is one thing, and it's mm-hmm. it's it's great. It's necessary. Um, but it's not the who we are behind our community impact uh, strategy. The who we are behind that is us getting out there and actually, you know, being a part of all of that and being a part of the change um, that we want to see come to this beautiful community. Mm -hmm. I grew up here, Mm -hmm. and I've seen the community change an awful lot, and I am now in a position, and our organization is to to drive some of that change and to be a part of some of the change Mm -hmm. instead of being an an observer to that. And so. We take that really seriously, and we want to be a, you know, a big part of the things that are going on in Tucson going forward. Definitely, and I would think that that would add to your company culture as well whenever your representatives are out in the community. It, it just It's a feel-good thing, and so then when you take that back to the office, it, it ends up benefiting everyone when they are developing relationships outside of the office walls. It does for sure. You know, Our 85th anniversary, like I mentioned, was in April, and one of the things that we did during um, – the week of our anniversary uh, was go out and do random acts of kindness nice. in the community. It was very cool. What'd you do? Uh, Give me some examples. Yeah, so, I mean, we would be driving around. We'd stop at a Fry's gas station or whatever and get out and hand hand out um, gas cards. Really? And just pay for gas or go into the grocery store and, and randomly pay for somebody's groceries. That's fantastic. Um, anything to... I wish I would have known. I know. I should have called you and let you know. Um, but it was... I, I had one of our one of our C-suite said this to me. He said, you know, that was so much fun, um, and it was very rewarding for the people that received it, but he said it was more rewarding for me. He mm-hmm. said it was so much better, um, you know, emotionally um, than I thought it was going to be. Right. And when you do... When you do good stuff like that, we're very much you know, believers of conscious capitalism and you can do good and do well yes. and leave the community better than you found it, that type of thing. And so that was just one way that we you know, kind of went out there uh, one-on-one with the community and, and make a specific individual impact, which is a lot different than writing a check and you're making a, mm-hmm. a, an impact on an organization. But when you go and pay for somebody's groceries, and that's a very personal one-on-one yes. you know, interaction, and we didn't go around waving the TFCU flag. It was really just about giving back to the community. And, and you just you reach people at a different level emotionally. And so it's really rewarding for everybody. I agree. At the chamber, we have uh, VTO, you know, volunteer time off. Right. And, you know, rack up a couple hours each paycheck sort of thing. And so I use it and went to uh, the community food bank yesterday and helped sort. And you're Beautiful. absolutely right. It, I 
felt I left there feeling better than when I arrived. Right. And it really is nice just when you hear people say thank you or, uh, you know, when you feel like you really are involved in the community and you're making a difference. It feels really good. And, and if you, you know, if you have a family, if you have kids or whatever, it's important to, I think, show that mm-hmm. to them as well. And years ago, I'm, I'm on the El Rio uh, Health Center Foundation mm-hmm. Board and the Arizona Bowl Board and a member of the Rotary Club of Tucson and mm-hmm. those kinds of things. So I give my time. But one of the things that we used to do through Rotary was we would go to um, Primavera Men's Shelter and, okay. and, and do one of the meals um, mm-hmm. and, and help to serve food. And around the holidays, probably eight years ago, I brought my kids with me. Mm-hmm. And it's a men's shelter only and probably 100 to 110 um, that were there that would you know, be served food, but they also got to stay there for the evening. Right. It was emotionally impactful for my, my daughters. There were a couple of things that impacted them. First, that there was so much need right. out there, but the lack of stereotype that, that really is a part of the homeless community. In other words, you can't necessarily see somebody and make a judgment Correct. based on that, and it transcends age. It transcends demographic, and they saw you know younger men that were in that situation as well as older, and so... Right. You know, the thought was, you know, we're only 12 miles away from something like this. And, and the insulation that you can get caught up in, mm-hmm. it's kind of good to pierce that bubble a little for bit. Sure. Yeah. For sure. It's one of the best things you can do for your kids is either travel within your own community or elsewhere because they really get to see how other people live and right. they appreciate what they do have sometimes. Right. And definitely. Uh, tell me about your Multicultural Empowerment Center. That's the latest outreach to the community that we're doing, and and what it is and what it's going to be, I think, are different. Okay. Um, we have a we have a strategy specific to it, um, but what we're finding already is that it's going to change organically as the community helps us understand what it can actually okay. become. And so it's located at our West Branch, which is Ajo and uh, Mission. Okay. And and so we, it's a physical it's a physical location, okay. mm-hmm. and we split the branch in half. So half of the branch now is the Multicultural Empowerment Center. Oh. Through there, um, we provide financial education, resume oh. building, um, understanding the U.S. financial system, path to citizenship types of, of education. I think we about have about thirty five curricula that are developed, uh, and so it's a physical outreach that people can come in and and experience. There is no membership requirement. It's, it's a community resource, not a membership resource. Even as these months have gone by, we're, we're doing different things than we expected because mm-hmm. the community will come in, a person or an organization, and say, hey, can you do this or can you support us? El Rio will come in and say, can you help us with financial education? We don't have the resources to do all of right. that. Things of that nature. And um, so it's changing organically, but the, the point behind it is it's an altruistic outreach to the community one way that we give back, but it's not writing a check. It's, you know, us kind of um, meeting with the community one-on-one and just figuring out how we can help right. them. And we have, we're so connected in the community um, and resource needs transcend, you know, one type of thing. So if somebody comes in for financial education and we chat with them and we discover, you know, uh, that they've got a dental emergency or mm-hmm. their kids have an emergency or whatever, we can give El Rio a call or we can give some oh. other organization a call and say, hey, we've got connections there. How about we set you up with a meeting? And so we end up being kind of a, of a, uh, of a hub right. of referral source as well That's as cool. doing um, specific um, projects with them. So it's, it's very cool, very new. Um, it'll look different next year if we chat. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to look a little different than it does now, but right. um, it's getting better 
all the all the time. I love that. Man, my father would love to hear that he was a banker, and one of his things was always, in high school, they should teach kids how to balance their checkbook right. and budget, and right. people, you know, they graduate college or whatever trade school, and they don't even know they get a paycheck and they go spend it. That's <laughs> right. So that is still it, true. That is still true. <laughs> still true. But that's <coughs> great that you're providing that resource for people because sometimes they just need a few little tips, and right. then they can run with it right. from there. So right. that's fantastic. So you've you've been the CEO for how long now? Uh, for uh, I guess we're in month five. Wow. Yeah. So, so I, haven't, I haven't messed it up yet. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me a little bit more about that. How have you been spending your time? Are there any significant, you know, changes you've already made? Or tell me more about that. Sure. the the um, The transition was very smooth. Our CEO that retired, you know, we had we had notice of that a few years in advance. Oh, and okay. So Easy succession. Very easy succession Mm -hmm. plan. The board ultimately had to, you know, make that choice on their own. Um, Did you have some stiff competition? I I did. the The guy in the mirror was the other competition. It was really. It was very. It was cool because the idea (laughs) was that by the time they get to that decision, I'll have been able to make that choice very simple for them. And so I had a lot of help along the way, whether the CEO or I have an executive coach, those kinds of things that that were designed to make that selection easy and ultimately it ended up being you know that way so it worked out really nicely the 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 things that are different so far mm-hmm. m- my role is quite different from this perspective the, the things that I did that made me successful I no longer do directly okay um, which is kind of how it works with a promotion but mm-hmm. I've, I've got from my perspective three specific responsibilities and, and the first is to be the public persona of TFCU mm-hmm. and so outreach to the community you know the second is to be the the person who sets strategic vision, high-level vision, um, not the only person, but but the person that's kind of responsible for that directly. And the third is to have a transparent relationship with my board mm-hmm. so that everything that we're doing, they're fully aware of and supportive right. of and those kinds of things. So those are the three things I focus on primarily, and the goal is to be out of the office at least 20% of the time mm-hmm. doing things like this or rotary exactly. or other things that, that help me meet new people, tell the story of TFCU, find out ways we can make a difference. So that is different than the role I had before. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, but at the end of the day, I know the organization very well, so it's not, it wasn't a specifically difficult shift for me. It was really just going out and starting to do the things that I was planning to do initially. And I love it. It's just, it's it's wonderful to meet new people and let Mm -hmm. them know what's going on at TFCU and see what's going on in the community. And there's a lot going on in the community. There are a lot of wonderful people doing wonderful things. And the more you get yourself out there, the more you see that. For sure. And the more you see that, the more you can be involved in it. And then we become an organization that's, you know, not just doing auto loans and mortgage, but we're helping to set the the vision for um, Tucson going forward in a very real way. Right. Well, you're creating a legacy. Right. Right. Which is important. Right. So you're adding to the history of this 85-year-old right. organization. Trying, trying. <laughs> That's <yeah>. fantastic. <laughs> Something we haven't talked about that I'm not familiar with is what is North Star? Oh, North Star. So one of the one of the ideas in my head as I was preparing to become CEO was um, not getting caught up in the noise that can happen as you're developing strategy, as you're developing vision. And so had a very... Um, clear in my head understanding of where I wanted things to go. That was something that that the board had um, already had buy-in on. Our C-suite sure. team was aware. Mm-hmm. But what the North Star essentially is, is something that I can look at, that our C-suite team can look at or read, 
to remember where we're heading so mm-hmm. that we don't get off track. There's a lot of technology. There are a lot of things that are very cool that we may or may not want to add. It's mm-hmm. just easy to get a little bit off track if right. you don't remember where you're heading. And so, so you the have North a strategy Star is, plan. Right. So that North Star we look at and anything that we do from a resource allocation perspective, we we take a look at the North Star, the, the words of the North Star, and just kind of make sure it fits. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't, it doesn't mean we won't do it. It doesn't mean we um, it's a bad idea. It just may not be highest priority because we know what we want to do and where we're, we're going to go. Right. And we just don't want to get um, distracted from that from that vision. Definitely. And I feel that the more you're in the community, like you have been 20% of your time right. or more, the more you're going to stay abreast of what truly is needed so you can pivot if need be. Right. And I think especially with your multicultural empowerment center, that's a really great way of really staying connected. Right. Agree. So understanding people's needs. So what else do you want to say before we wrap up today? So first, thanks for the opportunity to share the story. Um, I'm I'm basically a native of Tucson, as close as you can get. I was, um, uh, I guess I was moved out here at two. Okay. Um, Where were you born? Against my will, uh, Iowa. Ah. And um, my, my, my dad was in grad school and then he finished and we came out here. And so having watched the, the, the Tucson community change and thrive or not thrive mm-hmm. and then kind of see what's been going on the last 12 years or so with Rena Nuevo and you know, Mark Irvin and all the folks that, that are making a significant difference mm-hmm. in the development of downtown. Mm-hmm. What I want to say is that we all have an opportunity to be a part of that and we should be. If you love where you live, then you should be an active participant in where it's heading. Mm-hmm. And so personally, I, you know, I pledge my support that way. But now organizationally, I can do the same thing. And my, right. I just I would encourage other organizations to look out and see what they might be able to do similarly. It may not be exactly what TFCU is doing, but can you be part of the transformation that's going on in the Tucson community? If you can, you should be. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that's probably the the biggest message other than what we've talked about that I want to make sure to share. Right. No, that that's a great point to make. And I love your authenticity uh, and your commitment to the community. It shows and it's so important. Good. So I love that a local leader it is like that. So we'll go ahead and wrap up then. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Business Of. To learn more about Tucson Federal Credit Union, please visit TucsonFCU.com. In case you didn't catch this episode from the beginning, it can also be found on several podcast apps, including Google Podcasts Radio, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Breaker, among others. Search for Tucson Metro Chambers, the business of. And would you like to be my guest or sponsor an episode? Find me, Heather Wolpern, on our staff page under the Chamber tab at tucsonchamber.org and send me an email. Please follow Tucson Metro Chamber across our social media platforms and check out tucsonchamber.org for upcoming events or membership information. Thanks so much for listening and have a fantastic day.